Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 15 of Silence in a Year. Alicia, the title for today is Advance in Humility. Mm. And um, the word of the day is cultivate. Would you like to, you were giving a nice little definition of cultivate. Do you want to, to, to share that? Sure. So to me, cultivating is, it, so for instance, if you have a garden, I have a garden. I have to till the soil, I have to um, nourish the soil, do all of that, plant the seed, water it, um, all of that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then have to stand back. And watch it grow, right? And you still have to do a couple of things here and there, right? And work on it um, to maintain it. But God nourishes the, the the your plant, right? Your vegetables through the sun and through the rain and all of that. Well, you know, God the Father is the master gardener, right? We, right? we hear that in scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes the tools that the Lord uses to cultivate mm. the garden, which is me, whew, boy, they are tough. They are really tough. And I think more than anything, the, the the rooting out of stuff and the cleaning up of the rocks have have everything to do with with pride and ego and desire and control and have very little to do with humility. So when the Lord is cultivating my heart, it can be very painful. And I, I wanted to share a story um, that happened like 25 years ago. And I was a, a youth group leader um, at Mount Carmel, and we had planned this huge retreat for the middle school kids because I was in charge of the middle school kids. And there was like 60 kids going, 15 adults coming to help out. And I think you've heard this story before. And um, so it begins to snow a little bit, and we're going to Wakefield. Well, nothing's going to stop me. So I drive out to Wakefield. I pay someone to even clear the road that goes you know, off the main road, which was cleared, to get all the way to Wakefield. And so I get back to the church, expecting the bus to be there to pick everybody up. And there's nobody there. And I go in and this lady who I had never met, who was the new religious ed person, told me she decided to cancel the meeting, the the retreat. I'm like, are you serious right now? I was, you know what, ticked off. And so as the priest was leaving, I said, I need to talk to you. And he said, well, I have to go to a meeting. I said, no, I really need to talk to you because I was upset. And he said to me, David, Maybe you're too close to this. Alicia, I still remember driving home that night, talking to my wife. I was so mad. What is this guy talking about that I'm too close to this? I care about these kids. I found a way to make this happen. And it was going to be wonderful and great. And then somebody I don't even know cancels it. I stayed mad about that for probably 15 years until I was on a retreat in 2000. And 11. And that same priest was there. Mm. And something about that weekend came to my mind and it said, David, you were making that retreat about you and not about me. And so I went to that priest and I said, you know, for 15 years, I've been mad about what you said. And I finally figured out what you meant. And so it took 15 years of cultivating Right. Um, And that point at the retreat for me to realize that I had made that ministry about myself, that God had a different plan and he was permitting things to happen. We had the retreat later. It wasn't as many kids. It wasn't as many adults, but it was still a beautiful retreat. And um, I just need to be happy in that, which I am now. But it was a great lesson 
and humility to recognize in any ministry that it's not about me. Okay, you've been very attentive in listening to me, so go ahead. Well, the reason that you um, reflected on this particular um, paragraph was because I struggle with humility. Okay. And so the, the, humili- the litany of humility is my best friend. And um, some of those words are not easy. Nope. Um, because you're right. Um, it's about me. And I have to remember that it's not about me and that I have to um, sometimes take a step back, um, sometimes stop talking. And there's times where I have to stop working on the response before the other person is done speaking um, so I can actually attentively hear what they're saying Mm. um, because in that way, it's not about me. It's about what was the end result? That's silence, right? When, when number one, you're quiet, and then number two, your mind and your heart are quiet, and you're actually listening, right? And I think that in, in this particular case, the litany of humility, it does two things. You know, anything that we think defines who we are, right, and instead of God, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds us of. Mm-hmm. And some of those things are, are things of the world that hurt us. And other are things that we generate within ourselves. Mm-hmm. But So if you haven't tried the Litany of Humility, that's a great prayer to read in silence. In fact, uh, there's an extended version right at the beginning of Cardinal Sarr's book right. mm-hmm. um, that you could read that's really quite beautiful. So check that out as well. So takeaway question um, for the listeners, Alicia. Is there a ministry that you're in that you're trying to control? That it's become more about you than it has about the Lord. Because I'm going to tell you from personal experience, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to close this with our prayer. Yes. I come, O Lord, unto your sanctuary to see the life and food of my soul. As I hope in you, O Lord, inspire me that confidence which brings me to your holy mountain. Permit me, divine Jesus, to come closer to you that my soul may do homage to the greatness of your majesty that my heart with its tenderest affections, may acknowledge your infinite love, that my memory may dwell on the admirable mysteries here renewed every day, and that the sacrifice of my whole being may accompany you. All right, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. I am Deacon Dave. Goodbye. Wow, that's a change. <laughs>